Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 89. In this episode, we'll be talking about our hidden gem that was suggested by one of you guys. We introduce a brand new segment called the Team Time Capsule, and we wrap it all up with a two-listener-requested Brewing Buddies. So let's start it off with us passing you priority. All right, guys, we are here with... Dr. J and Alex, the bike traveling bike mechanic. How are you guys doing tonight? Really good. Good, good. All right. This is the part of the show where we pass you guys, the listener, priority. And we have kind of two comments about, again, draft packs, a lot of kind of feedback from people about it. So this one is specifically about the basic actions and how people have been using them in the, all these new draft packs. So uh, our boy Troy Miller, everybody knows Troy. Yeah. Um, so he's like, relating to the basic action issue, when we drafted with my gravity feed, I limited the basic actions to the ones that would be in, would have been in the Thor draft packs. Since 80% of them were reprints, if I hadn't gotten them from drafting Dr- Thor myself, I just filled them in with Save Civilians or the old Shockwave, Smash. Definitely, I put in Smash, but de- definitely helped things from getting too bonkers with either of the Hulks. So how do, how do you guys feel about that? So since they are reprints, I mean... W- would would you yeah, run a draft gonna, with just pulling out the old stuff like that? Yeah, why not? I mean, they, they are essential reprints. They're close enough. It's not going to affect it too much. And I mean, that's that's probably the one of the better ways to draft this set is having that choice, but still having that limited choice. Yeah, I was a big fan of them pairing the or choosing the basic actions that they did and putting them in this set. I think that it makes the game i think that it makes drafting this set really really fun i don't think it would be as fun if you took outside basic actions and put it in like he was saying i mean if you put magic missile in with that hulk it's not even a game anymore it's not fun or anything so i really like playing with the basic actions if you want to do like out of a gravity feed yeah i mean go ahead limit to those basic actions since most of them are reprints they're and they're not like essential cards you absolutely have to have I think yeah, I mean, I think Get the Hence is maybe the only one you might want to have because it's an immortal could, instead of Bat say, Family. Hey, while we're playing with, what is it, Dark Avenger? Yeah. We'll just say Immortal instead of Bat Family or something yeah. like that. It's not hard to errata these a tiny bit wait, wait, to make what? them actually the same. You want card. a house rule something, Jared? No, it's not house rule. <laughs> it's proxy. We, we have a joke with Jared. There's Jared does house enjoy. ruling and proxy. House, the words house rule. Are dirty words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then so the other one kind of goes along the lines because these are more talking about pulling stuff out of the gravity feeds. I don't think we've we haven't drafted Thor out of gravity feeds. So, I haven't. No. I have. So I have it's, not. It's kind. It's kind of weird. So Zach Pope also said, my local store usually limits the basic actions and draft to the same universe. So Marvel only, D and D only, DC only, or. Yu-Gi-Oh only. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh basic actions rule. Yeah, depending on what set um, we are drafting, but that wouldn't help in a Thor draft. Would I? I, I don't. I don't. That last part makes me wonder. Would a Marvel only um, basic actions kind of help in a Thor draft too? Because you don't have the magic missile. I mean, um, yeah, you don't have magic missile. There are some other cards that I think you'd want to look out Cause, for. Because the other magic missile is a DC card, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we've got. No, it's turtles. Turtles. Turtles and D and D are the only ones that one's in. So, 
you could run into issues like with the front line or Even something. Even though you could like argue that. that Turtle, I think Turtles used to be a Marvel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what the most broken Marvel basic action cards are in Powerball. Power Power Bolt <laughs> would be one. Not really. It's not really though, because you have to cycle them. And yeah, the yeah. It, it's not, not as powerful as I would say. Maybe villainous pact, but that's in Thor, so you know that's not really an yeah, issue. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. the The thing that I would worry about putting Marvel in is now you're looking at Mister Fix It and Hulk out or something of the sort like that. So you can add Overcrush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adding Overcrush would be something you want to look out for Hulk out. But, I mean, I don't know that that would ruin it, you know, since there's no magic missile to ping and get Mr. Fix-It-Up to a 1,000 attack. So, I don't know. I think that would probably work okay. I'd give it a shot and see if anybody comes with a broken basic action and ruins it. And <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that we're missing. Yeah. But I just realized, I why are we having you sad. on the basic actions, Jared? You, you, you've, you've on the show said you're terrible at picking basic that actions. That was like <laughs> 75 <laughs> episodes ago. So he's, he's I've better since now. gotten a little better at picking basic little, actions. He's rounded help. out his uh, <laughs> Dice Master skill set. Although last night I picked some pretty awful basic <laughs> actions. I was like, I don't even want to pick basic actions. So I'm just going to pull the two. first two I get. Yeah, pretty much that's what <laughs> I do. Just the only six costs so the auntie can't buy it across the table I do me. that. I do that like every week where I just pick two random ones, and then I'm like, man, I should have put this on my stinking team. Like <laughs> two turns into the night. That's that's what I do. I'm like, ugh. Yep. So, yeah, big shout out to Troy and Zach. And this is not the, our global guru, Zach. So this is another Zach. Thanks, you guys, for commenting. And if you guys want to, you know. You might get mentioned in the show, so just keep on commenting on the post or shoot us the emails, doubleburst at ktdata.net or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst, and we might pass you priority. Okay, guys, we are here with Zach, the global guru. Not the Zach that was in our uh, passing priorities, but you're cool. <laughs> Not as cool as Zach Pope, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so it is time for our hidden gem, and this is actually kind of a partial passing priorities, too, um, because Glenn, Glenn, I think... And this is Glenn Bodor, right? Oh yeah, the Bo- uh, Bodor, the guy that uh, designs all of the yeah mats. Yeah, he d- he did not pay us to say this, but he makes some of the coolest Dice Masters designs you can find. At least half of us yeah <laughs> have his so, designs on some of the the play mats we yeah, use. Yeah, so I think they're on Etsy. So if you search for Dice Master play mats and the ones that look cool, those are Glenn's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the link, but so he did. See, he sent us a, a note and he said, "Can I offer up a hidden gem? Honestly, I can't work out why people aren't talking." about the uncommon basilisk basilisk from tomb of annihilation hello targeted removal that doubles as a powerful blocker just field it and swing away every turn so this basilisk basilisk we're talking about if i can ever pronounce name right is basilisk greater monstrosity it's a four cost bolt he has deadly and then his ability is when basilisk attacks target opposing character die must block this turn if able so this seems like an awesome removal card Yes. I, I think it's perfect as a hidden gem. I played this and, and got my love for it in a draft, and I think it was the you know the, the MVP of my draft because I think it helped me win because just like what he said, it's great for those defense, but also if they get that one card out, that one die out, that their win condition, you have a way of getting rid of it. Yeah, because it's a three, four, five, six defense, mm-hmm. so it's going to be hard to knock out. Yep. Um, and... I know Russ was kind of boo boohooing the fielding cost. It's a one two two. Yeah, they're like, not great fielding costs, but but with the defense, if you're buying this as a defense um, character, it's great because it, it it's got the removal with deadly. 
Um, it's got the call out basically where you can choose what's going to block. I mean, they can block with other things and, and KO it that way, but that means whatever. But you're knocking it, out more than one character. Exactly. So I mean, bonus. Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome that way. Um, and it's four cost bolt, so it's it, I, don't, I don't I like it how it's an uncommon. So when you're going through the draft, you actually have a fairly good chance of getting it mm-hmm. because usually. The first two rounds, somebody, you know, if you have the super rare, somebody's got to pass it, which it could be in there. Or if they're going for a rare, you may have a, you know, extra chance of getting this card. Yep. Um, the so the only other drawback I can see is if you he is a monster, <laughs> and we as we know in Tomb of Annihilation, um, experienced characters can pack a wall up. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. So that 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 may be one negative. But what kind of team could you see this working in? Even though he is, he's sort so, of universal. But yeah. if you could build a team that you wanted to make sure he was being the most efficient, what would you kind of put in? Well, um, like like we said, he's a defensive character. So he's not a, your win condition. You're not going to kill your opponent with it. Yeah, two, three, four, maybe yeah. on level three if you can get him. But, yeah. but then he's not on the field, so. Right. So, I mean... If you attack with it and they didn't have to block, they're just going to let it go through. Um, but it, it's good because it's going to stop them, your opponent, from attacking with their characters that they don't want KO'd. Um, it, it could be hard against aggro teams, but whatever team you want to put with this, it needs to be something that um, that is more offensive. So so this one's the, your defensive character. You pair it with things that are good offensive yeah like if you had an adventurer that was already beefed up and Uh you're like man i just gotta get this through somehow yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say it works really well with adventurers because you get targeted removal and you can remove um some of their like you know yanti or some of these other ones that are going to win on theirs and then you attack with these others or you you can block and KO stuff on their turn to be able to get your guys with experience leveled up. So you you just kind of, you can do a little bit of an aggro with that um, because you have to attack anyway with him um, for the removal. And uh, it's it's going to leave them empty. So they have to, you know, field and do stuff like that. But it's, it's good to get with maybe something also like an attune. Uh, if you're doing a draft, pair an attune with here and some, you can just leave these in your, in your yeah. field and dare them to attack. And then, uh, just slowly ping them with uh, some yeah. attune characters uh, yeah, and stuff I, like that. I, I just thought about this. I actually like. I haven't done this, but I would love to use this basilisk with the uncommon Volstag from the Thor set, mm-hmm. where it says Volstag can't be blocked by characters lower level than than he is. Um, where you use the basilisk, say they have one level three character and you have a level three Volstag, you have them block that. One, you're gonna get rid of him, so they have to re-roll it next turn, and hopefully they'll roll it on a lower level. You send Volstag through. He has Immortal, so he's going to go back into the bag no matter what. Yep. And you can rinse and repeat. Um, I, I, I I like that. I like it a little better than the guy that's actually in the Thor set because he has a global. Mm-hmm. So that could also hurt you. And this, since this one has Deadly, you're, you're going to be taking away that problem character for at least two turns, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And out of set, what I would recommend with this is something to maybe give it a buff and overcrush. Because, oh, you know, you can also force a sidekick to attack. Yeah, and and like, then anything else they pile in with that, so it, it, oh, it like they, throw, they, they have to KO them at yeah, the like end. Yeah, like Mar- Mary Jane and even using a Kona Cold, that, you know, yeah. the good old Kona Cold trick. The global, yep. And just use the global to pump them up. Yeah, because he uh, doesn't have a, a huge attack, so, I mean, just normal yeah, two, with three, overcrush, four, you have to have so, something to buff it. Kona Cold is, would be awesome. That, that would be great, because then you don't have to worry about, because I always like using Kona Cold to 
boost things up. But then always in the back of my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, I I, I need to force block somehow, or I'm just gonna waste these fists because yeah. that's usually what happens. Yep. Is you'll save these fists and I'm like, oh, I'll just let it through. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So anytime you'd use call out, you would want to use this. Um, but and and I love call out mixed with uh, over crush. Oh, yeah, that's just that's just brutal, and that's what that yeah. I I really do wonder why do you think people haven't talked about him really? Um, probably because of some other. It, it a, a lot of people don't go for defensive characters; they go for either control or super offensive ones. Um, I know you could kind of fit this in with that control type of set, but it's more of defense, right? Because uh-huh. I mean, you you can contr- you can control a few things by targeting removal and stuff, but it's not the best timing, but I see it more as a defensive character and they're just not super popular. But I think if people played with it, then they would really see how much of a hidden gem it is. Yeah. And then, and I know I mentioned that it might be easy for experienced characters to actually boost up on him, but with his defense, this is one I feel more comfortable because when you play Yanti, no matter what rarity it is, in in a in a constructive set, and you know somebody else is bringing adventurers, that you know, the one two defense is, <laughs> it makes you worry because you could boost up their adventurers mm-hmm. fairly quickly. With this guy, it's still going to take three magic missile bolts or one magic missile action die and a bolt, yeah, to take him out on the lowest level. So yep. it may be a little bit more harder. Um, and hopefully, if they do take it out, it's in an attack phase while while he's blocking or try or attacking and hopefully getting something rid on their end. Um, so, yeah, it's really yeah. good for newer players because a lot of times uh, newer players don't know when to attack at certain times. So this uh-huh. is good to be able to slow the game down a little bit, stop those aggro teams because you can KO a lot of stuff and be able to build up that team that you want to do. It's really good for those Johnny players that want a cool combo or a big a big guy to get out there. Yeah, that's that's why it surprises me that Russ doesn't like it. But Yeah, right? You know, maybe he's a cheapo on the fielding costs. It's like, Russ, just go get that. Which is Nick funny because he's always that, about yeah. these big guys that have, you know, these huge <laughs> fielding costs. I'm like, well, yeah, but you just get him out once and you just call out, you yeah. know, if, if he does get knocked out. Yeah, but you've probably that means you've probably knocked out a lot of theirs at the same time. Yep. All right. So before we go, and I, um, do you got anything else you want to mention about Basilisk? And since you, you kind of got dogpiled on last episode, too, you, you, <laughs> this is your chance. No one else is on this segment. Just don't do- just don't dogpile on me, but everybody else is fair game if you want to do anything too. No, nah, it's all right. I take all of my uh, my vengeance out when I'm playing. <laughs> that's that's the key. That's the key. So guys, you just found out the secret of Zach's amazing roles and plays is just let everybody make fun of you, and then you're like revenge on the field. I'll see you on the battlefield. <laughs> all right, Zach. We will have you on a little bit later to kind of brew a little bit. All right, guys. We are here with the KO King. And Dr. J, how are you gents doing tonight? Pretty good. Good. Um, so we are kind of doing an interesting segment that we, I, I think is kind of fun to do, especially when we were talking to Skylar. It made me want to think back and look at some of the old teams that we've played. So this, one, so we're calling it a team time capsule. So looking at teams that we're working. Um, the one that I'm bringing is actually my first ever competitive team that I that I put together. So this was me, maybe a month or two into Dice Masters not really knowing what I was really doing with the game yet because I've only played a handful of games at that point and I barely knew any of these guys. 
um, I think I knew Steve the most because he was the first guy I ever played Dice Masters again against, and you never forget your first. So <laughs> I forget you, Steve. Um, but the whole team was based on uh, Avengers and Nick Fury patch. So it, this is the rare Nick Fury. He's a four-cost shield, and his ability is while Nick Fury is active, your unblocked Avenger characters to deal damage to your opponent twice or you double the attack its attack value right right so i would pair that with um with the black black widow serena the super rare so she's a two cost fist when black widow attacks she deals you two damage to your opponent your opponent can prevent this by spinning one of his one of his or her characters down a level that and the other main key was hulk green goliath and this was before i knew that didn't like this was before I was like, well, this is a really broken card. Right. Um, and it's the six cost, uncommon. While Hulk is active, when either you or Hulk takes damage, Hulk deals two damage to each opposing character, no matter how many Hulks are fielded, or on its spur side, deal three damage instead. So my whole idea was buy Nick Fury, get Serena, um, Professor X all the way up to Hulk, get Hulk out, clear the field, and attack with Hulk and Black Widow, and sometimes Nick Fury, and that usually was an even 20. Um, so... So that was that was the team back in the day. Obviously, none of these none of these cards are legal at all. Um, Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for rotation. I still like play gold. I hate it. Yeah, hate that was actually a really nasty team until a certain card came out. What's that? (laughs) Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I beat Nathan. He was determined that that little Avengers thing was still top notch. I put. Scarecrow in the field and pinged his Hulk and attacked and it was over. Yeah, and of course my the, the two basic actions I had was Magic Missile and Polymorph. And this was the time when I did not know how to use Polymorph as effectively as I should have. Right. Um because I I never like during my games, and I still don't know how I didn't think of this, is I never bought Polymorph first. Like a lot of people would buy Polymorph first and then do like a resurrection or something to try to get it out as soon as possible. That way you can buy Hulk and feel them on the same turn. I never did that. Um, I'd always throw them into my bag. Um, And so like the only time I ever used it was when I played against Steve. He had that Joker where... It was like you can't you pick a character and you can't field anything, so you I had oh, to polymorph yeah. him in that way or polymorph his Joker out, right? So yeah. I could get my Hulk on the field. This is why this segment's so fun because this game has changed so much. Yeah. You're, you're saying all these like all these names of cards from a long time ago, and it's seriously like giving me post traumatic stress thinking about that Joker. What the state of the game back then? Because it was like, oh no, I don't have any AVX cards. I don't have Hulk Green <laughs> Goliath. How am I supposed to stand up against Hulk Green Goliath? And there was. Oh yeah, that was, and then you said Serena, and I'm like, yeah, patch. That, was, oh. that Joker though is still like I think the holy grail of the game. I love that alternate art that looks with, like with Alex oh, Ross art. Yeah, yeah, so good looking. Like so, like imagine this is me two months into the game. I'm like, I don't know what I, th- <laughs> I thought I would win any of my matches, and somehow I managed to get like third in that tournament, which is like, what did just, what what just happened? Um, and then you know, remember prismatic spray. So, yeah. so it had no, this, as we were talking about bard teams the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, I hated that team." You get out some counter or whatever, and it's like, "Oh, I'll just buy prismatic spray," and then it's a then you're on a clock. Yeah, and that, that w- buy prismatic spray. Well, now I'm on a clock. Ugh. So when did pr- prismatic spray go away? It seems like it was kryptonite, other than rotation, obviously. Yeah, a little bit of rotation, and I think the a lot of people went away from it when they went more to um, they they had less alpha strike teams. Yeah, um, because, one swing yeah. and you win as long as 
It was so good because it took Global's away too, though, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it was. It just blanked everything. It was one of the first. You could take away way PX, broken cards. You could take away their PXG. Game. Yeah, you, you yeah. can see the kind of the successor Prismatic Spray is the the um, shriek that no one talks about because they're just talking about the other one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, wasn't that like a player created card or something? Like we need Prismatic Spray back, but as a character, and but then they released well, the other shriek, and it's like, oh well, I guess we don't need. Prismatic yeah, spray. Yeah, I think it was anymore. Jimmy. He mentioned it was like prismatic spray on legs. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, he he, we don't, apparently, prismatic spray is not important anymore, yeah. which is really funny to see how the game has changed. You know, we still have the, that card. It's playable in one form, and nobody ever plays yeah. it. And Patch is. Patch was great. Patch is I, still I loved it. good, though, because of what he does for Avengers. And we have a lot of new Avengers. Yeah. You know, I was looking at. One that I would put with it now that, you know, isn't that great yeah. of a card, but you add with Patch, is the Uncommon Yellow Jacket. That you, oh, when yes. you attack, you spin him down a level, and he do, he's and unblockable. He yep. So you could spin him up with Polymorph after he attacks. So you, that's 10 damage right there because he's attacked 5 on level 3. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Two of those And guys. he's only a, five, a 4 cost, so you're looking at 10 attack for a 4 cost. I like playing him with Iron Man 10 head, too, if you could give him Overcrush or make now, the him new unblockable version, somehow. The new version that's one that costs an extra and doesn't have the global, is that the one you're talking about? The new version of what? There, there is a Iron Man that's just like... Uh, what, what set did he come in? Thor. Really? Oh same, no! Same no he does defense. The he plus. does defense. Yeah, he does oh, defense. Oh, it's just defense. Yeah, it's yeah, not attack. Plus one defense. Um, so but, it's even worse. Yeah, yeah he's but, terrible. <laughs> but I mean, I remember we were using Nick Fury patch, Tin Head, and um, uh, Turtles guy, uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to send stuff through too. So gross. Like that uh, is a card that I'm. It's because it must have been forgotten about it's, it's Casey cause, Jones. It's because right? there's no villain makers that are worth it in. Modern. Now there are. No, there's not. <laughs> what is it? Uncommon Danger Room. But Casey, oh yeah, you could use like that. How, like how, oh. how just, uh, make just, everything villains <laughs> yeah, and then everything they, has to block Casey Jones. That's everything actually cheaper than Globals. Mister Fix It, there you go. No blockers <laughs> at all. You don't have to give Mister Fix, hey, fix hey. It over crush. You just send him right through. Oh, this you, is not we, brewing we, buddies, we, we, but we oh can make your uh, your your Ronin that sucks on all levels sort of usable. Then Ronin the accuser. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a combo with that. He's not usable. Actually, he's with, not usable with that in danger room. or modern. He's, no, you, he's a pile of steam. You use crap. him. You use the Avenger, or I mean the danger room that we were talking about, and he will knock out all their characters. So. What's cheaper, a two-cost Casey Jones that makes them all block or a seven-cost that knocks them out? <laughs> they they do the same. <laughs> Casey Jones, if he's not finishing the game, you shouldn't be attacking with him. So Yeah, and, and so, uh. so I, I just noticed there's there's one character I haven't mentioned on this team. This was back in the days when War of Light just came out and that newfangled lantern ring was just ruining metas left and oh right. Oh, my gosh. You know what my counter on that on this team was? Um, the the starter Captain America Super Soldier while active prevent all but one damage to you from any action or character abilities. That is, that would. <laughs> where is he now? That would actually be where, really good. Where is he nowadays? Right, because you'd take one damage from like with, with against the Yanti team. I think you could get him out fast enough. It'd be the, tough. They'd end up kryptoniting him, and you'd end up losing still. Yeah, but he might <laughs> slow them down enough. I mean, you could you could go you could go shriek. And then you could go Captain America, and I think uh, by the time they they use Kryptonite on Shriek, 
you'd have Captain America in the field, and then by the time they blank both of them, you'd have Bishop in the field. So then you'd they'd and have you to have blank. no win condition. No, right? no, no, we've no, gone no, down this road. No. No, I mean your win condition is to send those guys through. <laughs> your win once. condition is to yeah. give the, whoever's playing the Yanti team a headache. That's your win condition. You just take them to time. Take them to time. Put a little life gain on there, and you're good. All you need is like one insect plague and send a sidekick through. That's all you need. Oh, why, don't you try, why don't you try to add Bagburn to it? Nineteen to twenty. That's right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Captain America was so yeah, good. But yeah, looking back at this team, I mean, like. How bad was it to play against Green Goliath? Because I think when I started playing, you guys, it's weird in our meta. Like, we have these, like, unspoken rules that we just don't play certain cards. And yeah. I must have joined after you guys all agreed not to use Green Goliath. I think you started playing before I ever did. <laughs> Zach never followed those those rules. and He didn't he have just, a Green Goliath on his he team. He only had a Serena. Super meta Actually, I think Zach was the one. Zach's <laughs> the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm, I'm trying a... You know, whatever team, and then it's it's Yanti and Cube. Oh, we we had a we had a fun we had a fun event. It's Golden Age too, where we where we brought twenty cards or whatever. And when you played, what was it? Resurrect? No, it wasn't Resurrection. It was uh, Polymorph or something. No. You rolled a d twenty, and you had no, limited you had a list, wish. Limited wish. A limited wish. You had a yeah. list of characters, and you would get one of those, and you had to bring like. 20 characters, and I remember Zach brought like all these super meta broken <laughs> AVX cards and stuff. He had Green Goliath, he had uh, Venom from AVX that like makes it impossible to field anything. And I was just like so dejected when I played him because I was like, oh, I don't even have a chance. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, that was a fun that format. Venom. We'll have to talk about that. Oh, yeah, Venom that, yeah it's like, like, that see, would be really good against. A lot of things now, yeah, too. Yeah. That, that's what I love about That's why I like the segment is kind of, you know, we forget sometimes because we play weekly and you forget about some of those old times back in the, back in well, the day. I, well, like, <laughs> I, I don't know if a lot of new players know those cards. One, because, you know, they're not the easiest to find. Oh, I have, a, I, have a Yu-Gi- I have two Yu-Gi-Oh cards on this team. And I just remember what the two cards I've missing, Narzak. Hopefully Blue Eyes, White Dragon, because yeah. that's the greatest yeah. card ever. Well, one, of them was, <laughs> one of them was Blue Eyes, White Dragon, so I could get the Hulk cheaper. Oh. And, and the other one, was, and that's... Professor you, X. Um, no, he's not a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so, he was on everything. So, Karibo? So, so, yeah. Celtic, Celtic Guardian? No. Karibo was actually really fun in a draft. Mi- Mystic Elf? No. I'm just naming it, all the crappy it, it ones. Is, it is Doom Caliber Knight, oh. Fiendish Fighter. So it's a five-cost fist. Oh, while, yeah. While this while this monster is active, it cannot be the target of action, dice, or abilities. That's not what you used it for. You used it for its global. The global is pay a fist when you attack. Your monsters cannot be target of action, dice, or card abilities. They so, need to reprint the uh, the Doom Caliber, not that Doom Caliber Knight, but a different Doom oh, Caliber Knight. Oh, that action-canceling one? With, with a, uh, like a two-cost character. So and it was like when you when your opponent plays an action, you KO the Doom Caliber Knight to cancel the action, right? But you, they need to fix it so that it's a die of that character instead of <laughs> all of them. So if you got three Doom Caliber Knights and they played one action, boom, you just lost three five cost characters. So it needs to be more affordable, but that could be fun in the current state of the game. I think 
somebody plays a cube, well, I'm going to knock out this two-cost character, and you lose your cube for that turn. So you basically have to roll all your cubes on one turn or something. I think we like could that. talk about a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh cards in this segment. Yeah. Kind of stuff uh, there's so many good so Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I mean, we're the only three like Yu-Gi-Oh fans. Out of the ring. <sighs> the only problem is... Oh, yeah, the, the ring of magnetism. What was the combo that... Ring of magnetism and Wonder Girl. Oh, so my it's gosh, pretty much the Wonder Ring. Dude, dude, that nowadays would be <laughs> sweet, right? Because... <laughs> You, you like you you have to target whatever the character is that and has the ring, and you just slap that on like their character, and re and so they have to ping out their Yanti the first time they buy an action with the cube or something like. Oh, because a tune. Yeah, because that would lock it down, or or you'd put it on like Wonder Girl, and then and Wonder Girl has a sweet it. sweet foil card now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Wonder Girl's still legal, but that ring's not legal. That yeah. that could have been like. There's a lot of Golden Age. So see, stuff I like Golden, and you up. keep saying how dumb Golden. Golden is. Age was dumb because there were like back in those days yeah. they didn't have the cards we had. No, now. when you say back in those days, you gotta go back in those days. Back in those days, they didn't have the cards we have now. And yeah, I I, I, mean, I really didn't like I didn't like the state of the game back no. then. If you were to take everything together now and still ban the Bard, I think it would be fun. Well, you've got. I, I think it's be be interesting. I think the one thing that would would change the most is I don't know if a lot of us would play PXG. Like I think you'd play like you'd see a lot of it, but not every team. And right before it was like ninety five, ninety percent of players. Now it might be like forty, fifty, depending on what mechanic they're going to use to to ramp and churn. There's and plenty then, of ways nowadays to still roll like your whole bag right. without PXG. I mean, it takes a little bit more work, but not that much. I I still think people would play it a lot and I think that should go on like a ban list. Mainly because it's but, yeah. low-hanging fruit. But it's so I think there's other fruit. options now. I I feel like if you do it right like He's going to mention it. He's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. This That's is, like, this, is, gonna now, this, is this is the reason I don't like golden age because if you go down the golden age rabbit hole, you you're going to go PXG, you're going to go blue eyes. I'm telling you right now, you're going to go you're going to go ring or bard or whatever and then you you've already taken half the spots on your team with those staple golden age cards and now it's like, "Oh, well, what else am I going to put on there?" So I tell you how I would build villain team, and we are totally side. Yeah, we're, we're so, so Black Manta is uh, the one that would be broken. You could, you know, easily just cube and oh, cube and Black Manta. <laughs> cube Ooh, cube Black, and Hulk. Yeah, no. five five to clear your part. Cube, so awesome. cube Black Manta, and Hush. Long term, you throw on. Polaris in there, and I'm gonna KO my black or my hush all day and bring it back. It's so gross. <laughs> this is win the game. So yeah, we. Um, I, I think it's always fun to kind of look back and find some old stuff that we haven't played in ages. I mean, it's it's kind of like finding that old action figure you had in the closet for so long. Like I love this thing back in the day. <laughs> so we want to hear from you guys. What are some of your old teams that you've put together that were kind of fun to play with that don't see the light of day anymore because the the meta and everything has changed? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, keep those minds going because we're going to Bruin. All right, we are back with the full crew. We have Zach, Russ, Alex, and Jared. You guys, are you guys ready for a Brewing Buddies? Yep. Th this card, oddly enough, was 
requested once, but twice. Two different people asked us to do a Brewing Buddies on this card. So are you guys ready for the challenge? No. All right. I, didn't, I didn't know that many people like this card. So, so the it will be a challenge. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So the first person was uh, Jeremy Jensen. He all he said was, "I want you guys to do brewing buddies on Blink in Between Is this Jeremy from down south yeah, of yeah, us, Utah yeah. guy? Yeah. So Jeremy, I love you, man, but give us some more detail. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other next one was from Josh B. And he he wrote us um, Josh B. from Wisconsin. I always look forward to the segment of the podcast to hear many different ideas on different team builds. This that that's one of my favorite things about Dice Masters. Is brewing teams and finding unique builds as well josh if you ever come visit utah you will love hanging out with the guys because this is what they do on the show off the show in the bathroom everywhere they just that's all they do um i recently started brewing a team with the super rare blink in between or for a casual build not sure if it could be competitive but fun nonetheless so a team i have brewed is super rare in blink in betweener carnage no pain no rain copy the rare absorbing man to copy Winfield Lid slash Hush Alfred Ramp, um, Rare Collector maybe, and the common Mr. Fix-It. Probably Shriek or Ronin for protection slash control, for basic actions, magic missile, and maybe big entrance or resurrection for the global. I have a feeling that Absorbing Man and Carnage, with, with Absorbing Man and Carnage out there, you field blink, trigger trigger her when fielded twice, attack with her, um, trigger her when attacks twice. By this time, in a perfect world, hopefully I would have cleared my opponent's board, ping Mr. Fixit with the Magic Missile Global, and swing in for lethal. Very interested to hear what you guys think on this and improve on it. Thanks again and look forward to seeing what you guys come up with. Josh B. from Wisconsin. So my initial thought is triggering it four times in one turn is not enough. So I think you need to throw on Captain Marvel that gives you a second attack (laughs) step and some blink transmutation so that you can get six uh six uses yeah. in one and round. then and then so for people who aren't familiar with this card it's from x-men first class it's blink in between her agent of order and chaos a four cost crossover character of all the energy types limit one the card text is you may not use a question energy to purchase this die this text may not be ignored and the ability is when fielded and when blink in between her attacks roll target dot die in your use pile if it shows an energy phase, KO all opposing character dice that match that energy type, then return the die to your use pile. So that's why he wants it to trigger four times. Hopefully he'll get one of each energy and just clear the field. I would put mm. on this team, Pim Particles, Two Cost Fist, Give Over Crush, and just try to go win with Mr. Fix-It. <laughs> <laughs> We're not brewing a Mr. Oh. Fix-It team. We're brewing a Blink in Betweener team. Well... <laughs> I don't want to. Well, say it's that. on the team. Well, here's what's gonna happen. But but, but you use Blink in betweener to get rid of as many but here's, opposing dice as possible. Here's though, what right? I yeah, see yeah, is yeah. is happening is until you brew around it, the reality of this team is you're never gonna be able to buy Blink in betweener. Nowhere, yeah, you're gonna have to use it's that like crossover strategy is. or something to 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 up it from a three cost to a four cost. I think that's the most reliable way to get these. You could add up. a bunch of energy fixers. That does help a lot. But that's, that. that's going to take up half your team value. Well, you don't have to do all of them. No, no, you just go Merlin and Gorilla Grodd, buy them, and there's your actually and <laughs> once and once you've emptied ex- their field, you just swing for the blink fences. in betweener is a four. Yeah, four yeah. cost so crossover. Go with a three cost. Like you already mentioned, Shriek, right? Three cost and nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then when you attack, you could you could alter it so. So you go the three to the four, you get blink in between her, you attack with her, and then you 
switch Merlin for her, so you get to clear the field plus the unblockable. Even though, what, why do you need to clear the field if it's unblockable? Yeah, <laughs> there's you keep working. Out. <laughs> You'd want to go. I don't know. Just yeah. I mean, no, I, mean I, I, I thought about it. We we kind of mentioned it before we started too. Is you could do a crossover, so that means you get Hal Jordan. He's a two cost, and then just you know ramp up to a three cost. You but here's the thing with Link in between her. She doesn't do anything to sidekicks, right? No. So you're never going to really clear the field. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to get rid of as many as possible. So, so when you I'm, have like a, a Mr. Fix it boom, going slap, through with slap the Nova Corps uniform on her that sprays the field, Ooh. then anything that's Ooh, left. Yeah. What's her attack stats? Um, let's see. Where's her thing? Um, she is a. I don't have it on <laughs> the database. It doesn't give me her stats. What? Or wait, no, I see it. Uh, three, three four, five. four, five. Yeah. Three, oh, four, five. oh god. I was looking at blink transmutation. You do all this work to get five damage through. You need some and other the field, damage. The fielding costs are really high too, so you don't want to rely on on triggering her ability yeah, through a fielding. Zero, one, two. And this KOs them. Yeah, it doesn't send them to the use pile. Oh, right. you could put what was the one Whoa. that all characters are KO'd unless they pay one life? Um, ooh, black ooh, black, black Adam, Adam card. Huh? Yeah, you black Adam. You could do black <laughs> that would, Adam. That would that be brutal. Be I mean, yeah, you, so, that could be interesting. So like, unbuy their entire team. <laughs> okay, no, so no, how, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay. How much does he? He's a four cost though, right? Yeah. Now you you play it with a cube. But you're right. doing it twice, then, so they have to pay for every twice. Time, every time they take the damage, no, they're We're paying. Not throwing <laughs> a cube on they it. take three damage. They're pay, they have to pay. That's not taking. Oh, is it damage. pay or is it? I think it says take one damage. Yeah, or it's take one damage. It's not life yeah, with Black Adam. Life. Yeah, uh, sure Black take one damage. Isn't it two? That that would be good. One. Are you sure? Yeah, it's one. It's one. But so that's Black hanging. Adam. But I don't know if it's. Pay While or... Black Adam is active, when a character dies KO'd, if it isn't a sidekick die, return it to its card unless its owner takes one damage. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. You I think that is a good combo. Slap a cube on it. It's just <laughs> well, like... and Black Adam. What, what's Black Adam? Adam though, he's a it's four, four or five. He's a four cost. He's a four he cost. doesn't have the best fielding cost either. Uh, one, no, one, one, one. I think oh, you got to go. awful attack stats. I think too, you right? got to go with nowhere on oh. this. You get two, three cheap, three cost characters out. And then you bring well, both you, of these in at the same time. One of the biggest challenges with this card is that you have to keep your used pile loaded with dice, which is always something oh, that Rip, I don't. Rip like Hunter's doing. chalkboard. That's what. That's you how you use load. Rip Hunter's chalkboard to load your used pile every time. Ooh, you can't use it to. Oh God, <laughs> no! You'll buy that action. <laughs> Actually, create your school, your team and that's it. And it's not for buying. Create save your school to or create food and water. Create yeah, like, food and water wouldn't be in, bad because you could. Insect plague too would load all those non-side kicks, and then you could. It put all those in the used pile. Create food, but and really, water, you're and probably you just going to buy a die, and that's the one that you're going to. Yeah, so maybe you want to go with some one cost, uh, like some one cost characters or actions or whatever. So you could use Batcave for a shield. Actions. You could use Cobalt for a Cobalt Trap for a fist. Why you could, would you or, use a or, or a two cost? cost a, the Pym Particles is only the, two, right? Yeah. Why not yeah. Bat Signal? It's a one shield. I said Bat Signal. You said. Bat cave. Well, I didn't actually mean bat cave. No <laughs> one should ever buy or play. Wait, bat do you have cave. to? You have, do you have to roll a character you, die? No, you, yeah, you, or just a, a target, target character. Tar tar target. So die. it can't be an action. Though. Oh, it's just target character. No, it says target die. Target die. Target die. Say again. It could be why not particles. Just, you, you sidekicks. Because you want to. If your opponent's playing with a predominant uh, fist heavy energy team. type yeah. or fist this heavy, this might be the only use in the game for. Uh, what's his name? Hal Jordan. 
Two cops <sighs> only. No, Hal Jordan is nice. He can also. It block is really Merlin. the only time he's useful. He can block Merlin. You could play Zatanna too. You could go. Okay, so that's. No, as long as you have like, I think you guys like, just um, hate Hal Jordan because bat, I like Green Lantern bat signal, that much. a one cost. So if you, you know you need to KO some shields, you have that one. You have pin particles that's going to work on your team in case you need to KO fists, and you just have other ones that will fit each of the four. You put. I'm really sorry, but this is an inherently flawed card. You <laughs> well, have it's not to, a win condition card, so really, no, no, no. You're Even not if building it's not a win condition, that. it is inherently flawed because you have to keep your use pile loaded with stuff. You, it's completely luck based, so you have to roll the That's energy. That's why it's for yeah. fun, casual. But here's what you do. Here's but what it's you do. so flawed. Did, 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 did we say? Did we say you order. can only buy one of them too? Yeah, there's a max, there's there's max, max one. You get it. You get it nowhere. We'll, we'll you, use double rainbow draft rules. You have a two there cost. You, <laughs> you use, uh, I don't know, Yunti. So you put Yunti out there. That's a two. Then you upgrade to a three. Then you just get a cube, and then you just buy all your actions. So you just... <laughs> so I, I think I think we've reached the, the best use for Blink in Betweener is to be that four-cost jump between a three-cost and a five-cost when you're using Nowhere. <laughs> just put her back on her card and leave her there. I mean, really, if you are going to use this and roll a die, the optimal die you could roll is another... Um, another cro- a crossover, crossover character. four-character <laughs> crossover characters. So. Well, I mean, they don't have one side with all four energy. Like, that would be yeah. the best oh, way. Oh, that's you true. One they, they with all four energy. That would be cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you roll a question mark... KO all non-sidekick characters. It should say that on the card. That yeah. would be awesome. Because then you could gamble and roll the sidekick or roll a, another crossover character. The sidekick Man. is the problem, is that if they get sidekicks out. That's not the problem. The problem is all the other wording on her card. <laughs> I, I think it could be fun. Especially that first it's sentence. It's not going to be top that fir- two, but I think it could yeah, be fun. I think but if like, that first sentence was gone, this card would be so yeah. much better. I don't yeah. know. I, like his, his build is... I mean, it it sounds fun theoretically, and I know I kind of get down that path sometimes too. But in practicality, playing it, you're going to end up just trying to, yeah, Mister yeah. Fix It, and yeah, I mean, you, you it. so yeah, you have to cycle her somehow or use uh, Blink Transmutation to keep her in the field so that you can keep attacking. Yeah, I think every Blink turn. has to be with Blink. Yeah, I mean, it's funny there. Or you but, KO yeah. it and I try just to refill it that way, but build... it's not going to be efficient with the fielding costs. Yeah, and so it's. It's, and then you're you're paying for you're investing in her for no guarantee of payout whatsoever, and I think even the payout in the end is going to be minimal. So it's like high risk, low reward. She actually, here. she would be fun if you didn't have to pay all four energy because you could use her with uh, rare collector. Yeah, and there's also no real way to mitigate some of her her downsides. I mean. You're rolling, and it's complete luck what you end up getting if you even end up getting energy at all. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to to play that that gambling-type mode. But, I mean, you can try to get these characters out so that you get multiple chances at it, but it's still really hard to mitigate. Like, most cards, you can make them more playable by mitigating their weaknesses and using other cards to bolster them. This is one of the hardest ones, I think to mitigate that because it's all luck it's all random and there's and you don't you don't get you can't there's no cards that let you get an extra roll when you're rolling for a character ability if there were then i think that would be sweet to pair with this you know people used to ban 
tell, say that uh, Harvey Bullock wasn't good either, but he was a fun casual. People don't say that Who? anymore because they forgot he's a card in the game. <laughs> he uh, was fun. Hey, hey, oh, I forget <laughs> one with the donut. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember him. I, I love forgot how, about that. I love how no it? one remembers his name. It's always it's the donut the guy. The donut right? guy, right? I remember because yeah. he's in the TV show Gotham yeah. and he's cool in that. It was a, it was a luck-based Cart. I think that's, that's one how reason. This is. this is fun. I think it would. It's one reason why I think the uh, um, the storm, the rare storm from X Men, isn't great. As great as it could have been. Where when she spins up, you get a re-roll of dice because it's not consistent. Whenever you have to go with that 50-50 chance, they do a roll. It might go to use, but it might just do absolutely nothing, and you've wasted a turn. Yeah, and with a win-fielded ability and then a, a win attacks. attacks and a win attacks You could ability, do both, which is great. If it were like once per turn, roll a die from your use pile, or at the beginning of your main step, roll a die from your use pile, and then if you get the synergy, do X. I think that would make this card here. Here's, way here's what you and do. It's turned into a rod of that. Here, it no, do this. Have, but you, have, um, <laughs> you have something out there that allows free fielding, like um, she's Nick an X-Men. Fury. She's an X Men. So, like Nick Fury, or yeah, there, is there uh, one? That I think there's another X-Men one for, for X Men for free. Yeah. So um, you have that, and then you have the Malekith to be able to KO her. So you filled her. And be able to trigger it. And no, she's a win attacks. It's win fielded and win attacks. So you can do it twice. Yeah. What? How did she so, read exactly? I think so. Win fielded, you do it, and, and then when, you attack with her, when, and then you Malekith her out, and then you filled her again the next turn for free. And and I, I think the best idea uh, again probably casual, but the best chance of winning was with like that Black Adam, and you just yeah. keep doing that twice a turn. Although I will yeah. say, I've got. A three cost that would be a lot of fun with her, and it would help with nowhere. Is it Polaris? Nope. No, she's a four cost. <laughs> um, a doppelganger. So you have four <laughs> link in between her. So oh, you okay, 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 okay. Trigger again. Okay, yeah. we're, while attacks. We're getting somewhere now. So you can <laughs> no, roll you, I, a I, bunch I, of I, die. Does Does doppelganger do that? Yeah, uh-huh. because okay. That could, that could actually be kind of interesting because you would roll five dice if you got yeah. You got, and what is he a three cost? Yeah, so yeah. it would work with and you don't have too. the stupid energy restrictions, right? All right, that might actually be just kind use of the fun. common one and not the uncommon. You could use the yes. super rare mimic too, right? Doesn't he do that? He becomes a copy, but he's of, a five cost. Yeah, I know. I, so yeah, how's that pirate team going? I don't have super rare mimic, so I, I can't. <laughs> the tell three you. the the three cost doppelganger would pair nice with it though. The com common right? Yeah, yeah. It allows you to copy your own. Yeah, because then you get the. You get one early, then you use nowhere, get it out, and then that'd be fun to have. It's a good three, three cost four. to use with uh, nowhere as well. So it's yeah. you know the one to yeah. that'd be three three or four out there blinking betweeners. That'd be fun to just attack and be like a roll, a roll, a roll. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have dice that yeah. match the characters in the field. So if you go with some of those cheap uh, costing actions or whatever, I think. You could actually make her work so where you could use get some targeted removal uh, on your turn and maybe even a little bit more. And if just not, gotta, if you're just trying to roll whatever, just roll a sidekick because yeah, you'll hit yeah. something and do some damage. And then exactly. it, and, and then you still got to find a way to clear out those sidekicks out of the field. But and what's Doppelganger's attack stats? Not good, right? He'd like but they copies he copies Blinken betweeners. Oh, so okay. Here's the other thing. Still bad, but I mean, not. he still works on his team because then you it's cheaper to field if you. If the blink in betweener's not working, then you just go ahead and go to Mister Fix It. 
with. <laughs> so you have like and then you find Mr. Fixit, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not. It's and it's if awesome. you if you keep using nowhere, eventually you'll get to Mr. Fixit if you just keep moving up. Yeah, God. can you imagine that would <laughs> four or five? You have six, like seven. You have three four or five turns. Three different doppelgangers sitting there playing with Blink in between her, and then you get Mr. Fixit and be like, "All right, they're all Mr. Fixits now. Which right. one are you going to block?" So the team that we came up with was, uh, let's see, Doppelganger, Blink in Betweener, Black Adam. I think you you need to you need to. I think hurting them on their fielding costs might also be good. So like throw on an Oracle or something. Yeah, to, fielding Oracle to tax the fielding cost of those characters you're knocking out, so that they're fielding less and less each turn. And if they have to pay to pay life, that's gonna hurt. That's yeah. Oh yeah. Or something like that. I think that could that could be a pretty fun team. Not hyper competitive because it can't win on turn three. Not any not competitive <laughs> at all because it can't win on turn three. But someone still sounds fun. bitter right now. Is it is it me? Because I'm I'm a little bitter. Can somebody send some counseling? You might be able to buy her by turn three. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Let's see. Katana on turn one. Nowhere. Yeah. At least turn three. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah. All right. So, um, hopefully that helped you, Josh. Um, Josh and Jeremy, the Jays, J J and J. I didn't even notice that until now. So, uh, thank you guys. And guys, we got those emails for Brewing Buddies. Keep sending those in, and keep sending your feedbacks. Maybe we missed something about Blink in Between or that we're you know you're just like you guys are idiots. That's still this fun. Card. I don't think we want to be that negative on it. It's just a little bit. Harder, <laughs> for cost. Yeah. It was for, pretty tricky. I was you had to yeah. say doppelganger to get me on board at all with this card, but I, I kind of am now. Yeah. So so always, you guys can always send that in double burst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst. And guys, thank you so much, and I will talk to you all later. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. How do you guys feel about Uncommon Basilisk? And do you have any old teams you want us to talk about? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. If you guys are looking for a cool Dice Masters storage solution, make sure you check out Complete Craftworks on Kickstarter. So that's Complete Craftworks on kickstarter.com. Alex would love it if you backed his project. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.